When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Unwinding. Listen, every time I try to switch up the intro and say something else and not be like, what is up, guys? And just like say like, hey, I can't fucking do it. It feels wrong. Okay? It doesn't feel right. So, you know, we're just kind of stuck with that intro for now. So I apologize. Can you hear? Oh my God. Is that the traffic? The traffic. Is that traffic? Oh, someone's someone's car alarm is going off. Can you guys hear that? <sighs> How fucking annoying. Okay, let's just give me one second until this is over. Okay, it stopped. Here we go. So let me update you guys real quick. What's been happening? So obviously Emily was here. We had so much fun. I can't believe the week is over. Like it literally she got here a week ago and it's already she's already gone. Like so fucking fast, but we had so much fun. And she got to meet more of my friends that she hasn't met. And we had a lot of good food. We went to brunch on Saturday. I had the best fucking cinnamon roll of my life. Like, I will dream of that cinnamon roll, okay? We went to Swan, which is like, you know, it's kind of like a bougie. It's like a bougie IG kind of place. And she was she really wanted to go because it looks so fucking cute. If you guys haven't seen it, look at it on Instagram. It's called, I don't know what the fucking handle is, but it's Swan. And it's so cute in there and the food was actually fire it was so 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 good we got a cinnamon roll as like an appetizer which is amazing but that leads me to my next point which i don't know what this says about me but i can take down a cinnamon roll any day of the week okay but if you ask me to like sprinkle cinnamon on top of like my coffee or my oatmeal or something like that like I'd rather lay in the street. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't like it like that, but then I, like, love a cinnamon roll. It's kind of like a banana, okay? You'll never catch me eating a banana. Like, if you do, there's something very fucking wrong with me. Very, very, very wrong. But, like, can take down banana bread or, like, a banana muffin or, like, banana pancakes. I don't know, man. It's fucking weird. I don't know. Anyway, what else? Um, Saturday, I honestly... This is so funny. So, Friday, we had, like, a really fun dinner, whatever. Nothing crazy. And then Saturday, I wasn't feeling too great. I don't know what it was. I was also on my period. I was, like, hormonal. Like, I don't know. So, after um, brunch... We just like hung out at my house for a little bit and then we were like, okay, let's just like go have dinner and then like we're just gonna have a chill night. You know, Sunday we were like, okay, Sunday's gonna be like a content day that we're gonna work. And um, so Saturday we go have quote unquote dinner. Of course, Lisa has one drink, then she has another drink, then she has a third drink. And then before you know it, I we were at another bar and then we were at another bar and we got home at five in the morning anyway that's just pretty much the story of my life but it was really fun and Sunday we were just (laughs) we were not okay we were a little hungover we had a lot of anxiety you know hangover anxiety which is never fun and then now we're you know back to back to the routine back to normal back to work and speaking of work I had a little or we have I have. I don't know why I say we because it's just me, but I I don't know. There is a restock on M Club. It just went live today on Wednesday. It's 1.36 p.m. as I'm recording this. And I try to make all my drops and restocks go live at 11, 11 a.m. Just because, you know what, I fucking did it once and now I just feel like I have to do it forever. I don't know. And I also think it's cute, you know, Um, like a little good luck. So there's a little restock happening now and I have three new pieces that are also in the restock and i'm working on so many fun new things and i can't wait until they fucking get here so that i can show you and i'm just really excited and always so grateful for anybody who supports likes a likes a picture comments a picture places an order sends it to a friend anything i'm so grateful so thank you um 
So yeah, that's it really for my update. Um, let's talk about this episode. We have my beautiful friend Chelsea again. Uh, Chelsea and I recorded almost exactly a year ago. It is episode 41 and I will link it in the show notes if you haven't heard it because it's such a good episode. It's such a good episode. It's called You Are Your Best Investment. And in that episode, we really talked a lot about self-love and insecurities and you know, just becoming your own friend and all the topics that I love to talk about. And I loved our conversation so much that I was just, I mean, I was so ready for another one. Um, and she's just so easy to talk to. I could have kept going for hours, but I will list, I will let you guys listen to our conversation. And the only thing I want to leave you with is honestly the biggest takeaway that I got from our conversation, which is that it's okay to want to feel validated by other people it's, but it's also important to be able to validate and affirm yourself to even know how to do that. And, you know, never forget that, like, you know how you feel. You know how you feel. You know your feelings. You know what you want to do. You know that selfie you took is cute. You don't need to ask four of your friends for confirmation. Okay, post that shit. Post it. You are fucking magical. And there's nothing wrong with stepping into that and acknowledging that and leading with that so that's what i want to leave you with okay that's just a little a little sneak peek of this episode where we talk a lot about validation and i think you're really gonna enjoy it so love you guys have a beautiful week thank you for being here we're okay that's what i wanted to say also this is the 99th episode what the fuck man next week is going to be the 100th 100th a hundredth I can't say that but the hundredth episode of this fucking podcast this is the most commitment I've ever been in this is the most committed relationship I've ever been in I feel like we have to do something special for the hundredth episode but like what I, I don't really know I have no idea but we'll see so I just wanted to say thank you for being here what the fuck what anyway okay that's it I'll let you guys listen to the episode oh also I'm so sorry but at the end of the episode okay we were saying goodbye and I don't know what happened I really don't know what happened but the last like 40 seconds of the episode are gone so it's just a little abrupt ending okay so I'm very very sorry about that but thankfully it was literally just us saying goodbye so anyway okay enjoy love you guys have a beautiful week and i'll see you next week for the 100th fucking episode what wow okay so actually before we get into it i want to talk about like also hi welcome back i just like jumped right into it um i want we talked so much about like self-love and self-acceptance last time and i almost want to do like a little like check-in and see like how like, have you been feeling lately? Have you been feeling this last year? What's kind of been like the narrative of these topics in your life um, since we've last spoken? Yeah, so actually, this is this is a really good check-in because I've found the past few weeks I wasn't feeling so hot because, you know, so for those who don't know, who are listening in, I just a year ago had moved from L.A. Um, to Tampa, Florida, um, and I'm originally from D.C., so it's been a huge um, cultural like adjustment just in terms of like the lifestyle and people and the things that they're doing and that they're into and like the pace. And so I found myself kind of like grieving my what I thought was like my old life. Right. And not being grateful for where I am right now and the things that I'm doing and this is getting settled in and just wanting things to kind of really just had happen like right away. And I just felt like I wasn't giving myself enough grace. Um but overall, I mean, I feel good, but it's just like there was those moments where I found myself, I was just scrolling through my camera roll, looking at old pictures and being like, okay, like, you know, you can just like acknowledge that you had a great time then and this was a season in your life, but it's like, you have to create a new life. You know what I mean? Um, so that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that you said season because I feel like a broken record when I, when I speak because I refer to so many different like chunks of my life or like ways that I have felt as like oh that was like a season of my life or like that person was in my life for like a season of my life you know and I guess my question after that is like do you feel like that because like things haven't been amazing right now or do you find just you were feeling like nostalgic which I think is like a very normal feeling to feel you know 
Well, I think it's a little bit of both. So I do feel nostalgic of like all the little cute cafes I used to go to and the cute wellness events. But a lot of those things happened, you know, before COVID. So I'm still trying to realize that life looks different after COVID. What does that really look like, you know, in the world? Um, But then also, too, this is what I wanted. Like deep down is what I wanted. I wanted to slow down. And I realized like living in the city, there's a lot of chaos that happens. Like there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of... Um, you meet like a lot of different energies, like different people that, you know, you may not normally hang out with that you'll say, oh, I'll give it a try just because they're in the city. You know, um, I don't know, unless you lived in the city, I, it's really hard to explain, but I realized like living in the city, um, one, it made me kind of addicted to like chaos in a way. Um, and then two, I was like really addicted to this hustle culture. And I had actually taken myself out of the city because I wanted to, Almost in a way, like um, I still I still have that hustle in me, but I just wanted to slow down and I wanted to be more intentional. Intentional. I didn't like where my brand was going anymore. You know, I was working with an agency at the time that wasn't. We just weren't a good fit for each other. Um, I was fine with brands, and I wanted to just be able to slow down, just like just professionally and personally, just be closer to family, and just I just I just wanted I wanted a slower pace, but. Um, sometimes, you know, again, that, that chaos can be addicting and it's almost like, it's like you're going back to an abusive relationship over and over and over. It's like, you know, this isn't good for you. You know, this isn't good for your health. You keep doing it anyway, but a part of you sad because it ended. It's like, <laughs> it's well, kind of weird. I think there are two things there that are like addictive in a way. Obviously we're using that word like in air quotes, like I think chaos and then also hustling. I think both of those things can be something that we when we get into this like grind, I think we can just get so hooked on it, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, it feels good and we're so busy and we're so, I mean, us, like I think lately as a, as a, I don't know, generation, I don't even know, like we don't like to slow down. We don't like to be in silence. We don't like to be with our thoughts. We don't like to be, um, you know, God forbid we're not building an empire every single day at all hours, because then you're just not, you know, valuable. And I think that was such a conversation for so many years, but I think, thank God in like, I think actually because of COVID, we, a lot of us, a lot of that conversation shifted. And I think the narrative shifted where it's like, now you hear so many people being like, no, actually there's nothing cool about being so fucking tired every single day and not giving yourself a break and waking up every grinding all day like there's nothing cool about that like it's cool to yeah work and 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 have a routine and do whatever works for you and and create the life you want but it's also cool to like take care of yourself and have like a life and have boundaries and have like you know what I mean and have this like moment of self-care I think it's like it's such a it's hard though right because from I struggle with that so much like when you said that I was like oh man it 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 affects me so much and I don't know if maybe you'll relate to this I think you probably will but it's like when you have an unconventional job and I feel like what we're doing as content creators and entrepreneurs like it's way more normalized now than it was before but it's still something not completely common right like there's a reason why when I meet guys, I lie about what I do. <laughs> I mean, I don't lie, but I definitely don't disclose everything. I'm like, oh, I work in like social media or marketing. And they're like, but like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, like, I just kind of brush it off because I'm like, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to like explain it all. And also, I think it's like, I don't know. I think a big part of me feels like it's still like, like looked down upon in a way or it's like people don't unless you're in it you don't understand how fucking hard it is and how much it actually takes you know what I mean and it's like I feel this need to like prove that I'm like always working and always killing it and always doing this because I'm doing something that's different and so that's where I get like hooked on like the hustle where it's like I feel like I almost like have to do more than the average person to like make up for the fact that my job is different and that's not true you know Mm -hmm. no yeah I definitely think it's still very taboo and I think people truly don't understand but I also think people have had um maybe not so 
good experiences with content creators or influencers or media right. personalities. And then therefore they form this opinion about you or what you do, or it's not a real job. And a lot of times I'm, I'm, I, I've heard from others that people kind of feel almost like this sense of jealousy um, in a way that, you know, I mean, you, if you're on TikTok, then you may see it. I mean, there's people in corporate America like, oh, I'm sending such and such a brand deal for like 20K for two TikToks and I got a JD and such and such and such and such. You know, what's the matter? It's just hay fever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And this is like, it's almost like this this resentment. I don't know. I don't want to say it's jealousy because I don't think everyone wants to put themselves out there in that way. But I do think there's a sense of resentment there because they don't perceive that to actually be work. Um, so... For sure. And I also too, like I have, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist and um, I, I don't really, this is why in business, you really got to set your own, your own goals. Just like in corporate America, you know, you have these checkpoints of like, how, how do you measure success? And it's like, really you as a content creator really do have to identify what success looks like for you because you can really get caught up in like th these, these jobs is different every day. And there is no like, like, you know what a doctor looks like, you know what a dentist looks like, you know what a chiropractor looks like, you know what these things look like, but you don't necessarily know what like, you know, social media has changed so much. I've, I mean, I've evolved. My platform has evolved, changed so many times. I mean, in the beginning, it was like, you know, video was king right now. But in the beginning, video wasn't so heavy. And I loved video. I, I, I would put videos out all the time and no one was seeing it. Now, I'm like, oh, my God, I hate video. <laughs> because it's so exhausting. And I just want to show up all the time. So anyway, it just it's just interesting how what is required of you to still be successful and how many times I hate this word because it's so overused, but like pivot, how many times you have to shift to stay in the game, to stay relevant, to stay connected to your audience, to still, to still add value, you know, that's a ramble, but it, it is a lot of work. And I think we have to constantly step outside of ourselves and, and, and critique ourselves all the time. And I think that's sometimes where that perfectionism or that hustle or that always feeling like you have to be doing something really does come in. I love that you said you have to define what success means to you. And I think this can be applied to like everything, even just like what does like a fulfilling life mean to you, right? Because like, I think sometimes people... Like, it's like we're chasing this thing, but I think a lot of people don't even know what they're chasing. You know what I mean? Like, they don't even know what they're trying to get because they haven't even sat with themselves and been like, hey, and I don't mean like, what's your five-year plan? That's not what I mean. I mean, like, actually, like, set that aside for a second and actually sit with yourself and be like, what would make me feel fulfilled, right? Like, I don't, I don't, I'd rather use that word than like happy because I think that's such a like, it's so hard to grasp. Not that fulfilling is, is any easier, but I think happiness is like a feeling. And I don't know. I think fulfillment matters more to me because I think like when I feel fulfilled, I feel like with purpose. And when I have purpose, I'm, I feel like I'm living with intention and that makes me happy. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I wish more people like sat for a second and literally just thought to themselves, even just like, even if you don't, if you're not into like writing or journaling or whatever, just like sit with yourself and think like, what actually makes me feel fulfilled? And if you don't have an answer for that yet, that's more than okay. If anything, that's like exciting. Cause it's like, you don't even know. And you can think about like, well, maybe this is what I feel like would give me more fulfillment. Or I feel the most fulfilled when I'm doing this. Or it's like, I feel like we have to, there's so much value in establishing these definitions for yourself because that answer is going to be so fucking different for everybody. I think there's so much value in defining those things for yourself so that you actually know like why you're here and like what you're like, why you're doing the things that you're doing. I find that so often like people are just living on autopilot and I fall into this right all the time. I just, I think like therapy has made me like a woke bitch and like, I can like sit with myself and be like, no, like, you know, so I feel like so many, so often people are just like on autopilot and just like not even, they don't even know like why they're doing the things that they're doing or if the things that they're doing are even like fulfilling them. Um, and that can mean like even just who they let in their life or the way that they spend their mornings or the way that they spend their evenings or the job they're in or whatever, like the list goes on. Um, but so I love that you even just said that question because I think it's something that we could all probably ask ourselves all the time and my answer is my answer varies all the time it changes it's not going to be the same forever right well, exactly and what fulfills you now may not fulfill you in six months right and 
um, it, it's funny that you brought up the autopilot thing because there, there was a book that I read last year. It's literally called Stop Living on Autopilot. It's by Antonio. I forget his last name. It starts with an N, but I'll send it to you. And maybe you can put it in the notes. Yeah. Um, but it really, I was like, oh my gosh, this is me. Like, oh my gosh, this is like, stop dragging me to film. <laughs> I was the same way. I was literally the same way. And I had to really figure out like what my values were and stuff like that, like moving forward. And, you know, through that time I realized like, and I still don't know what, what it really truly looks like, but I think that like quote unquote influencer me is dying and like I'm moving over to content creator me <laughs> because I used to um, like years ago, I used to do media segments where I was like teaching people how to make plant-based meals and talking about healthy living and all these things. And I realized, I, I no, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be doing media stuff anymore just because it's just like, there's so many things behind it, but I think that um, what health really looks like for me has really changed. And people are like, so that come to me are so, which, which I'm very grateful for. Like they're always asking me, what about this ingredient? What about this? Or what about that? And it's like, you're, it's almost like you're like really, um, you're too focused on the ingredients, right. Instead of just making those like small changes and like trying mm -hmm. to be better and, and being so like restrictive that that's not healthy either. And I just don't really feel like I can truly tell someone what wellness looks like for them anymore. Like Absolutely. I used to think, oh, I'm an expert, but I've done so much unlearning. I'm not an expert. <laughs> and there's so many new things that come out and there's so many life things that have happened to me that I've never had to navigate during certain seasons. So now I'm a little bit mature, more mature. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this probably is not necessarily good advice for someone who's experienced X, Y, and Z. So I think I'm just, I, I, um, I listened to another podcast um, that my friend has, and she mentioned on there that she learned that um, there was a career changing thing for her that was that she would rather be a career student than a career teacher. And she doesn't know what that really looks like, like for her, but I'm kind of in that same way. I realized like, I would like to teach you what I learned, not necessarily what you should do. You know what I mean? I want to hear what the difference is for you, because I feel like right now those words are those terms are used inter interchangeably. Like, I feel like I, I, I hate saying the word influencer, but sometimes I'm like, it's the easiest fucking way to describe what I'm doing to somebody. Right. But I don't mm -hmm. like that word. And the only reason I don't like that word is because of, again, what it's looked like in the past and the meaning that people have attached to it based on whatever they've seen from years ago that therefore now has this definition of like, all you do is take selfies all day. Like, bitch, I wish that's what I did. So now I just say content creator because I am a content creator, right? But it's like, so what's the, what's the difference in your eyes? I mean, to me, when I think influencer, I just think I, I can't really give like a true definition, but I just think of like that cringy, like, oh, I just want to reach 20 people with a hundred bucks and we just want to send them products and get, we just want sales. Mm. But content creators, like, I mean... Content creator seems like, it sounds like more individuality. You're hiring me because I'm creating a digital vibe. <laughs> and because of this digital vibe, people, I'm naturally influencing people to, to, to tune in to what I'm sharing because it's so different and it's unique to me. It's my lens and it's not bullet points. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm appreciating packaging, texture, lighting, you know, all these things. But what I would just, I would call what we do is almost like social entrepreneurship. It's influencing, it's content creation, it is sales, it is marketing, it is graphics, it is video, it's all the, all the things that we do. Um, so I just feel like when I think influencer, I just think that this person is not really moving with necessarily intention when you don't tie content creation to it. I don't know. I get it. I don't know if to answer the question, but no, it can I get just, it. I get it. It just feels like, uh, don't call me. But then sometimes I'm like, yes, I am an influencer. <laughs> Please invite me to this five-star hotel. You right, know. right. I can be an influencer for that. <laughs> right, right, right. So I don't know. But when I hear it nowadays, it's just it just feels different. I don't know. When somebody, when you meet somebody, what do you say? Like when they ask you, what do you do? What do you say? Um, I always say that I, I always say like my specialty first i'm like oh i'm a public health specialist that shares right, you have, but that's you have so many things that you can list and say it kind of depends on the audience like somebody came to me the other day and was like um it was like a concierge service and they basically have like wellness events at all these like high-rise apartments in the area and they were like oh we want you to come 
teach, um, we needed like a nutritionist or a wellness person to come teach how to build their brand online. You know, it's, in these beachy areas, you know, it tends to be a lot of people are more health focused, right? Because if you're eating chips all day and it's 90 degrees outside, that sun's going to beat you down. Like you're going to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> like you're going to feel uncomfortably hot. So anyway, um, I was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a nutritionist or I'm a public health, da, 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 da. But then when it goes to, like, if there's a job I see online to, to like, um, like, you know, these influencer quote unquote boards where you can either submit content or you could submit whatever, a proposal, then I usually say, oh, I'm a photographer because I am technically a photographer or I'm a graphic designer. I can make you graphic for that. Or so I guess it really depends on the audience. A multifaceted queen. <laughs> so many things. Yeah, they um, need to appreciate it. <laughs> I so funny that we started talking about when you said like validation in a way, like underlyingly, because that's literally like what I wanted to get into today. I wanted to talk about like how we search for validation, the different ways that it can like appear in our life, and more importantly, how we can continue continually, continuously. What's the right word? Continually. I think it's continue, continuously. Continuously. (laughs) Which is my second language. Okay. (laughs) And how we can continuously um, validate ourselves, right? So what are ways that you find yourself searching for validation externally? I think in like my romantic relationships, you know, you want to feel attractive and you want that person to... I want to be your muse and I don't want you to think about nobody else and or looking at nobody else or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to, maybe that's Libra me, you know what I mean? No. Like, but I think that, I think, um, you know, with my family and stuff like that, like, I always hear the comments like, oh, you look good. Like, your, your weight is good. You know what I mean? I think that's always been like kind of top of mind. It's like these little surface level things that we don't even think about. Mm-hmm. Especially as you're getting older, like I'm 34, I'm going to be 35 this year. And just, I'm, stuff is different. So okay. whenever someone tells me physically, oh, you looking good, then it makes me feel good because I'm not, I'm not feeling like young and fresh anymore. Um, You're so young. What do you mean by <laughs> that? I guess I just, again, it goes back to glorifying your old life. You go back and look at old pictures and then you wonder when you, you think to yourself, what was I even upset about? Like I was looking at pictures literally at four o'clock this morning just because I was just up and I couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. And I needed to reduce some of my Google storage because I don't want them to charge me again next month. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> I was looking some stuff. And I was looking and I was just like, what was I talking about? Like, even back then, I was feeling like, oh, I got to do better about how I look. And I think I didn't used to be like that. But the more that I had to show up online and again, be on video, I'm looking at myself way more than I think we were actually designed to even see ourselves like in yes. that way. Yes. I think any, anybody who shows up online is doing that. And I think that is such a normal, like you have no idea how many times I've heard somebody say that of like, wow, I was looking at that picture and I was so in that moment, I was so unhappy with myself. I was so mean to myself. I didn't love my body or I didn't love this. And now looking at that now, I'm like, bitch, what were you complaining about? But can I tell you something? How crazy that you could be in one of those moments right now and you don't realize it until three years later. Mm -hmm. Like you could literally be in that moment right now where you're like maybe glorifying the past a little bit, which again... I think that's a season of your life that is close. It's a different, it's a, it was a season of your life. And I think there's nothing wrong with being like, oh, wow. Having moments of, wow, I miss that. I, I think it's okay to grieve seasons. Is it comfortable and fun? No, because then it makes you compare. And then when we compare, we feel shitty, right? There's nothing good that leads to like any sort of comparison. But I think that's a normal human feeling. I just don't want you to... Like, what if you're in that moment right now? And like, we don't know that until like next year where you're like, man, I was like, I was like looking at that where it's like, I should be, you know, and obviously it's so much easier said than done. I get it. But I think sometimes we have to remind ourselves like, wow, like I might be, you know, missing that or this, but it's like, I have all these things that I was praying for. And like, we're just sometimes, like you said, we just need to be more compassionate, right? With ourselves. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Well, I started actually journeying a lot more because I was really trying to figure out how I felt. And I wanted to like show myself that like a lot of times in these moments, you know, how they say it's like your feelings are not facts. And I was thinking Mm -hmm. when I lived in L.A. and I was doing all these quote unquote exciting things. That was like a very miserable time in my life. You know, um, the pandemic happened. A lot of my support system left the city. 
I was, I was spending way too much money. Like I don't think people, if you've never lived in LA, like it's LA slowly picks you apart and then and you are conditioned to love it. Like, I don't know if you've seen this, this Erewhon um, $14 or $17 smoothie that's popping up. Little things happen like that. And it's yeah. like, you have no impulse because you're like, oh my gosh, this is what I came to LA for. You know what I mean? I need to try it. Yeah. And, yeah. But, and then not to, you know, down, down LA, because I know people who are from LA are like rep LA hard and they're like, don't talk about LA. But I'm just telling you, my experience is that it was really, you know, really overpriced. Um, you know, depending on where you shopped in different um, parts of the city, it would be extra tax. So I'm going to go buy a shirt at the mall if I'm in the Beverly Center. Um, you're going to pay extra, I don't know what it was, like you're going to pay extra 9% on top of your sales tax just because you're shopping in Beverly Center. You know, yeah. you got to pay to park at the mall. You know, you um, your people want to invite you to lunch and next year you're like, sure, whatever. And you just kind of just spend or you go to an event. It's a pop-up and you're like, oh my gosh, I never get to shop here. Let me just buy this rent is crazy so it was more so like i just looked up and i was like okay i'm spending way too much money so now when i reared that in right and i just looked at all the pretty things because i mean there was there was a moment like you know i think being around pretty things does fuel your creativity and stuff like that you know just being inspired and be energized but then when i was like okay let me i'm, I'm moving out of the city you know i wanted to be closer to my family i wanted to buy a house so I buckled down for a year, got serious and stopped buying all this stuff that I could make at home. And then I ended up buying a house. Now, instead of buying $17 smoothies, you know, like every week or several times a week, I can buy furniture in my house. I can, you know, save money. I can, you know, invest stuff. Like it just, it makes more sense for my life now, you know? Um, so, you know, you know yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You know, what's crazy that you said that I want to point out is that, you said, wow, like, yeah, I found myself, you know, missing all these events and missing my life in LA and glorifying that moment of my life. And then you quickly pointed out, but actually I was miserable. And that's something that our mind does sometimes is we will only remember a certain part of our life and only remember the good stuff about it. Or like, that's the, that's what comes up first, right? It's like all the good, happy moments. But then when we actually sit with it and digest it, which is great, right? Like we're thinking about things positively, like that's great. But sometimes we have to get real with ourselves and be like, actually, yeah, I had a lot of fun at those events and I had this and that, but I also felt this and this and this and this and this, and this also happened and this also happened. It's like when we're glorifying our fucking ex or whatever, we're like, oh my God, he did this. And it's like, yeah, but do you remember when he did that and that and that and that? It's like, sometimes we have to like tough love ourselves too and be like, there is good and bad in any season, right? And sometimes our mind only picks up the good and it makes it so much harder because then we get sad because we're like, oh, wow, this and this. But no, there is, there's always a little bit more to the story, you know? And I think what I, I, what I narrowed it down to is that I miss how carefree I was as an adult. Mm. I was feeding that like inner child again that was yeah. like always wanting to explore and play and see new things and et cetera, et cetera. And now it's like, I have to be more attentional about carving out things to do that. But that's what I realized what it was. That was giving me like that dopamine hit. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm doing things like at this age and I'm just like, I'm working for myself. I'm being my own boss. I'm doing all these things. And so that's really what, you know, that's what I missed about it. That's what I was mourning. So now I've been able to, you know, make those changes. That's so real though. I think it's, it's so perfectly fine to miss a certain part of your life, but also be excited about a new one. Right. So what you said about, so back to validation, when you said about like family and people, I guess, giving you praise, things like that. So I'm the same way for me. It's like, I'm such a words person. Like I'm such a words of affirmation that I need someone to like say something to me. Like whether it's sometimes I've been, I don't know. I want my mom to tell me that she's proud of me. Like that to me is like, holy shit. Somebody tells me they're proud of me. Like, forget it. Like I will be on cloud nine. Like that's just the Capricorn in me, I think. But another big one is, which I know this is so stupid, but like, it is what it is. Like, let's say like, I'm feeling myself, like I'm feeling cute. I'm going out, like whatever. If I don't get like the attention that I was expecting to get out, like I will be sad for five business days after that. Like, I'm going to be like, fuck man. Like, I thought I looked good. And I hate that. I hate that because it's like, why am I letting a fucking bar full of these damn boys that I literally don't know? Why am I letting them control how I feel about myself for five days after? 
How does that make sense? I mean, I I have a bit of that in me too. And I, for me, I, I think it stems from like growing up, like playing sports and stuff like that and always having someone like in your ear. Mm. I'm like, oh my gosh. No, I'm not, not saying that all the time they said, you're doing a great job. But like yeah. most of the time they're like, come on, let's go. You're doing a great job. Right. Yeah, that's all. Da, 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 da. You have like cheerleaders. It's like, yes, it's, yes, you have a cheerleader. And now I don't want to have like a personal cheerleader all the time. <laughs> I have to be my own cheerleader. You know, um, so that's what it comes from for me is just like, and also people around you, like your teammates too, was almost like your cheerleaders too. Cause it was right. Just, you were so connected. So I don't know. I mean, I think it's natural. I mean, you want to feel affirmed. You want to feel like you're on the right path. You want to feel like you're doing a good job. And even like online, like if I post, I have a, a personal Instagram account and I have a lot of like, that's kind of the one that I give to guys or like, I have people from back home, people I grew up with, whatever. And I, if I post a story, like, look how fucking stupid this is, but it is the world we live in and I don't care. I have no shame in saying it. If I post a story, which you know, I already sent to three friends beforehand to be like, hey, is this cute? Is this cute? Should I story? Should I story? Should I story? Even though I think it's cute and I want to story it. So like, why am I asking for confirmation? That's something between me and God. And then I post the story. If I don't get like the reactions that I am expecting to get from like certain individuals, I'm going to be like, fuck, that was not a cute story. I shouldn't have posted that. Oh my gosh, I deleted that. Like, what? I, I literally did that yesterday. So. <laughs> I, I literally did that yesterday because so I went axe throwing yesterday because like I get like really anxious on Sundays and I'm trying to find an outlet. So I went axe throwing. Same. And I posted some stories and I didn't really, in the beginning, I was like, oh, is this a flattering angle? I'm not sure. Cause it was like the yeah. back of me. And I was like, y'all don't usually see the back of me. And then I'm like throwing an axe. And then literally I thought people were going to be, I was like, no, people need to see a different side of you. Like, you know, so I was like, all right. And I was doing really good at the accent. So I was like, I want to, you know. And then when people were just watching, no one said anything. I was like, okay, this is so deep south. Like, I need yeah. to take this down. Yeah. I don't look good. I look fat. Nobody likes this. This is when to take my account down for promoting violence. All right, all these and I deleted it. And then my friend texted me and was like, girl, why did you delete your stories? That was so cute. And I was like, well, you didn't tell me that when you, when you saw it. So I deleted it. Oh my god! Wait, I have so I've been there, not with axe throwing. I've never thrown an axe. I think better for everyone in life that I have never done that. But I've been there so many times, and so it just happened to me. Okay, so Saturday night, I I saw this guy that I just think is so beautiful. He's so great, like whatever. Like would date him in a heartbeat. You know, I just like popped in, said hi, whatever. Long story. And so then the whole next day, even though he texted me right after he saw me, the whole next day, so like yesterday, all day, I was up and I'm like, oh my God. Like, I'm sure he saw me and thought like, wow, this like drunk hoe, like I was probably like so messy. Like, what if I didn't look good enough? Like, what if I, like just going nuts all day. And I'm like, I wish I would have seen him. I called three different friends, told them the whole story. They're like, what? Like, they're like, I don't see anything wrong with this. Like, what are you freaking out about? Like, everything is fine. Like, he texted you after, like, you're fine. And I'm like, no, like, I know he just thought I didn't look good. Like, I'm just going nuts, man. Like, all damn day. And then last night at, like, 8 p.m., he's like, hey, what are you up to? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. Why are we like this? We think too much about how other people are perceiving us. Like, we make up these stories in our own head about what other people think about us. And they're not even thinking that, which is crazy to me. They're not. And I they're think, he, is, he, is he just, does he, like... He's not a social media, like, no. right? And so, you know what I really, I, I, I think I can admit that I got to do better because I think that people who don't do social media stuff, they are not even thinking about the things we yeah. are in the same way. I know. Like, we're thinking about all this stuff, like angles and da, da, da. And they're just looking at it like it's a friend posting the story like they all do, you know, that's not. Literally, they're just like, oh, cute. Next. Yeah. Yeah. But we're over here like, tell me I'm perfect. Right. <laughs> yeah. Are we unhinged or like, are we sick or what? No, <laughs> I think we're just unwell is the moral of the story. Okay, but okay so let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about ways that we can like learn to affirm ourselves and mm -hmm. like, how can we challenge this? Like, how can we challenge these thoughts and how can we validate ourselves? essentially? Not that I, I also think like we're human and I think social interactions and and all these things are a part of like the human experience. And I think it's okay to want them and need them. Like, I think it's, I, I don't think we should completely validate ourselves always. Like, I think it's, it's nice for your friends and the people in your life 
to give you praise, right? Like, I think that's part of life. It makes it fun and beautiful. But for the most part, how can we validate ourselves so that we don't go fucking crazy on a Sunday for no reason? I think or, we just delete, or delete a story that we thought was cute. <laughs> I just think we just, I mean, I think it's just as simple as we have to just talk better to ourselves. I mean, um, I had a situation where somebody didn't treat me like the best that I, that I thought they should have tra- treated me better. And I started to look at myself like maybe I deserved that treatment. Mm. And then I was like, hold on. No. I I am that girl. <laughs> like, I just bought a house, baby. You are a renter. <laughs> like, stop. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I would never say that out loud because there's nothing wrong with it. Um, what I'm saying is, though, I, I know. have to I know. say things in a certain way. I like, almost have to be like, you know how you have, you always show the angel and the, like the devil on your shoulder. So, like, you have to have like that real cocky, like, I am that girl. I am an entrepreneur. I am this. And all these things. You really have to say that to yourself. I mean, that's what I think. And I know people listen to affirmations and stuff like that. But sometimes I feel um, kind of removed from those because they're not the type of affirmations I want to hear or become so like woo-woo almost, you know. But sometimes it's just simple as turning on certain music, you know what I mean, to get you in that mood that you're like, I'm the itch, like, you know. And then, you know, yeah, I do. I do think that, right, like when I was saying earlier, like writing down how you feel and stuff like that, you start to realize like, what, like, I think it helps you come to a conclusion about like the why of why you're feeling a certain way. And then that way you can kind of like resolve that and that in turn helps you feel a little bit better too. I'm going to commit to the next time I want to fucking post something. Like, why do we have to get 500 people's opinions on it before we decide if it's good enough or not? I think it's like, if that picture is cute in your eyes and you like it and you feel good and you want to post it, post it. Like, I challenge everyone, including myself, the next time you want to do that, don't ask for confirmation. Because what? So if your friend says, no, I don't like it, you're not going to post it? So what, what does that mean? If she says, I'm going to go do this that you don't want to do, you're going to go do it. Like, it's the same thing. It's the same mentality, right? Like, why is somebody else dictating how you feel if you already know how you feel? That's very interesting that you said it like that. Because now I feel like I've been asking other people for permission to live the life that I want to live. We do that, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be like, wait, so do you think I should do that? Do you think I should go? Or is it okay if I don't go? Because I feel bad if I don't. Bitch, what? Like what i'm a grown-ass woman like why am i asking people if they think my fucking selfie's cute and then letting that just that i'm going back to the posting it's just an easy example and i know that anyone listening i know that pretty much everyone can relate to like at least that example obviously Mm -hmm. validation can come in so many different ways and ways that are that have a lot more depth but i think that is meaningful because it's it's how we feel It's, it's like you took a picture you feel cute like i feel like that's such a empowering moment I don't care how stupid it feels or sounds and putting your next step in the hands of like five different people even if it's those even if it's five of your best friends like why like why not why like if you like it and if it makes you feel happy just do it I think we should like just challenge ourselves to stop asking like you said stop asking for permission whether it's to go to something to do something or to post a fucking picture mm-hmm. agreed <laughs> but it's hard right because maybe sometimes we do want that like it's like a blurry line right it's like what's the what where's the line between getting feedback and like talking something out versus just getting like confirmation about something that you feel already I think I think it's natural to though to like want some like you know the five language love languages like words of affirmation and stuff like that but I think it's who you're getting um getting it from because if I get it from my support system people I know that really know that truly love me and have been knowing me versus me just feeling like a little slighted because 50 people on IG that follow me that I've never met in real life didn't like it. And then those are, those are just a little bit different. Um, so I think it's, yeah, it's just like looking at who it's coming from. Like I call my support system, like my board of directors, like I go to my board of directors first and we all talk about it. And then, oh, as long as, you know. so I think, yeah, I think it's, I do think it's natural. I don't want to make it seem like we, we shouldn't always just 
only be relying on us to affirm ourselves because I feel like it's just not human nature. I know. I saw this on TikTok the other day and this guy was like, you know, I don't fucking like that people say like, you are the only person you need and you complete yourself and you, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, yeah, I can do a lot of those things, but I don't think we're meant to like live and experience life just on our own always. Like, I think it's, it's okay. There's no shame in needing someone and wanting someone, whether that's companionship or a conversation or whatever it is. Right. Like, like you said, there's nothing wrong with that. I think more so the validation thing is just, I don't want, I don't want us to put how we feel about ourselves in the hands of other people. That's what it is because, and I know you and I talked about this last time. I know it's like, we both had a relation, uh, a journey with like our physical, our appearance and how that affected our life and whatever. And it's still something I struggle with all the time. So that's why I kind of keep going back to like the picture and the picture and the picture is just because I think how we feel about ourselves can change our whole life and dictate so much of how we treat ourselves, therefore how we treat other people. So I don't want that to be put in the hands of other people, you know? Mm So wait, going on, going along with this, what do you do on the days? I'm sure I asked you this last time, but maybe your answer is different this time. What do you do on the days when you just aren't feeling like, I don't know if I want to use the word good enough. I'm using air quotes because I don't know what that even means. I mean, something different for everybody, but when you're having just like an off day of not feeling like your normal, you know, Mm -hmm. amazing self. Well, it's usually one or two things. Really, I usually go, like, do some type of physical activity. Like, I'm talking about, like, hardcore, like, boxing or axe-throwing or whatever, you know. You're making me Um, want to go axe-throwing. Right. No, just put a picture up there and, like, you find your wide. I'm telling you, you you'll hit the dart every time. But but now I just kind of just allow myself to just feel, like, when I'm feeling. And that means I need to take a day and you know, staying in bed, like, I'm, that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm highly sensitive. I'm so sensitive and I'm trying, I try not to let things that don't feel good. Like I'm getting better about not letting it carry into multiple days. I think a day is it, <laughs> but there was a time where it'd be three, four, five days a week, two weeks, a month, it turns into a quarter, then half the year. So I think now, um, I don't feel guilty for just like allowing myself to kind of like just taking that time that I need and not really kind of like apologizing for that time either. Cause I used to feel like I couldn't like clear my schedule or, you know, adjust things when I needed those type of, when I needed those days. And I was just like, this is my company. (laughs) Like like, I can do this if I want to like type of thing, you know what I mean? And and not to disrespect other people's time, but it's just this like just saying, Hey, um, guys, um, such and such is happening um, right now. You don't have to go into details, but just be like, hey, um, I know that I could perform better at this if I got it to you on this day, or you would get the outcome that you needed if I took this extra day. Um, would you be able to give this to me? You know, it's, I think just asking for the time and space that you need, you know, is, is really important. So when I'm, when I'm feeling not so hot. Nothing like a little communication, right? And it's like life happens to everyone, but somehow for some reason when it's happening to us, we feel like no one's going to understand or like no one's going to like allow us the space to do these things where it's like, I've found that, you know, nine times out of 10 humans are pretty nice. And we all understand that like life comes sometimes at the worst times or unexpectedly, or sometimes we're just not having a good day. Mm. And I think communicating and, giving yourself the space that you need without feeling guilt because why would we feel you know like it's there's no reason to feel guilty about that but I get you I'm the same way also it's like we gave up a nine-to-five to work 24-7 which means you can have your off days and you get to call the fucking shots like that is one of the perks of this you know yeah because usually when you work for yourself I mean you're not taking the weekends off all the time you know what I mean you don't even what do you pick maybe take one day off a month two days off a month I know that's crazy. Sounds yeah. crazy. it sounds crazy no I know but it is. your life is like literally like your life is content you're always thinking almost like ahead in a way I don't know if you do this but I kind of think like oh my gosh like what if what if May is a little dry like maybe I need to be bash, bashing stuff that I can have like potential content to post in whatever April or I can, you know what I mean? For it's me, like, it's like I, I told my best guy friend this the other day that he was here. I was like, it's so crazy. Cause he was like, wow, it's so cool to see like the behind the scenes of you just on a normal work day. And I'm like, yeah, it's basically me. I'm at my computer all day pretty much. But I told him, I'm like, you know, one of the craziest things about this is that 
my mind is so conditioned to think about content at in every in every fucking thing I'm doing. It's like I can't enjoy a sunset without being like, could I film a clip of this and put it in a reel at some point? Or it's like I'm walking to them. I don't even know where. And it's like, okay, let me take a picture. It's like it's so hard for me to turn it off to be like, no, actually, I'm just going to enjoy this moment. And like it, everybody on stories will be fine. If they don't see this, my reels will be fine. If it's not included, do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's so crazy how you just all day, you're just like, what can I create from this? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. Especially me with TikTok. It's like, I'm just started really posting on TikTok. Cause yeah. I just decided, all right, I have to, again, it's just another, it's just another mindset shift. Like just, just focus on that. But they these girls they take like 20 clips of like you think like things that you say like a sunset or this yeah. or whatever and i'm just like i don't even think about that in the store like like they're literally their hand will be on like the grocery cart yeah like, i'm like <laughs> i was like is it, is it is it these literally literally these little moments these little clips of joy like i have to do better about it so now i'm the same way every little thing i'm like oh my gosh i can put this into a tiktok yeah it's yeah i need to do better about being more present like <laughs> oh my gosh you know it's like oh wow like you guys are really yeah romanticizing life for sure (laughs) for fucking sure everything is documented everything um okay well my last question for you is something i've been asking everybody and it is what's a lesson that has shown up in your life lately or maybe something that you were reminded of lately that you want to share with us this this is gonna sound like not to keep talking about the house thing, but it helped me yeah. buying a house like the biggest thing. So it's like, oh my gosh, I never thought I'd be able to buy a house at like it's this a big fucking house. deal. So I think that um, I've had to actually realize that everything just can't be done when you think it's gonna be done. Like like furnishing the place, you know, making it look like adjust like repairs or things. Like I thought when I moved into this house, it's not like when you move into an apartment and your house is decor fully decorated and done. You know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm go fast. My place would be done in like less like less than three weeks. It would be yeah. like tomorrow. It would be photo shoot ready. It's not photo shoot ready in here right now. And I have to be okay with that. Like and also like with furniture with delays and stuff like that. You know things not coming on time or you know being defective. You got to return it back or it's not what you imagined or whatever. So I think it's just again like the lesson I'm learning right now is to just be okay with right now. Like, you know what I mean? And not feeling like that everything has to be done and perfect, um, you know, on your on your timetable to just enjoy kind of like we were talking about these, these little moments. Right. Um, and enjoying the process. I think I just been really reminded of just enjoying. Yeah, truly enjoying the process and where I'm at, because, you know, I realized, too, like when I was in L.A. and and I was taking pictures and stuff like that and just like rehearsing those pictures. And, and I was thinking to myself, wow, I actually didn't take the time to stop and be like, wow, I love this. It was, oh my gosh, let me get this shot. Let me do this. Let me do it. It was, I was actually didn't have time to actually sit with it. So that's part, part of the reason why I was grieving it. You know what I mean? But I think now I'm trying to be more focused on just slowing down and enjoying being in the present, being in the now. And the beauty of life is that everything is not perfect. And, and that's okay. And that's just been hard for me. So <laughs> that's my little lesson. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.